Welcome to the gauntlet, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, you are going to be listening to me, baby, review the you? new episode of The Mandalorian, the season just, finale. Just you? Just, just me, baby, okay, only. All right. That's we how have, it's going to go. We have no work, guys. Let, let's yep. go. Leave. Leave. No, just kidding. That sultry voice, <laughs> sultry, <laughs> that sultry voice you just heard was one Elijah's Middlesworth. Maybe you're watching the video. I don't know. Elijah, uh, what is it about this podcasting schedule that you can't commit to a regular recording schedule? Uh, I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were actually going to get defensive, but you didn't. And I love it, and that's why you're here. Um, that's next her off up, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> next on the on the list, we have one Mikey Collins who has his microphone muted. Mikey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, baby? I'm doing real good, real good. real good. Hey, you know that rug <laughs> I had? E- uh, what? Where, you know where, the when? one that the one that really tied the room together. Oh yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Next on the on the docket, we have. Uh, Does it look like lazy... a lady lives here? <laughs> nice marmot. <laughs> uh, we have one Ethan Maestri, the other half of PCP. Ethan, you scared me with your text message today when you said that we were going to have it out, and you didn't care how I felt about it. Oh, here we go. So. Okay, buckle up, we ladies have and that? gentlemen. Is that what happened? I'm pretty sure. Isn't that what you were saying? You were like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a big giant dump on this episode, and you're gonna love it. A big steamy, a <laughs> a big old steamer on Mando season three finale. That's verbatim what you said in your text message. I've been loading up on refried beans <laughs> and nasty riceroni, Spanish rice for this. This very podcast. Hey, rice roni is pretty good. Yeah, it is actually. What's wrong with you? you? Know, oh, it's chicken. great. Yeah. It's great, yeah. but it's also Not devastating fan. to the cold. Yeah. So as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get into it, um, and we're gonna just kind of let our you know thoughts run wild with our with our takes on the season and and how we feel about it, and you know we can just see kind of where the conversation goes, but. Tonight we're going to be taking a look at the finale of season three of The Mandalorian, where this is it, guys, right? The The fight for Mandalore is here. We're supposed to have this giant payoff, and, you know, this is the conclusion uh, in a lot of ways of this story in, in some aspects. Like, certain large elements of the story have kind of come to a close. So, you know, I'm ready to, to dig into it. So as, as far as this episode goes... Ethan, I want to throw it to you first. Actually, I want to throw it to Mikey first. Yeah. All right. Mikey, I summon you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, what'd you think of this episode? You and I talked a little bit off mic. We texted a little bit. But, like, what was your overall take on this episode? Because you've been kind of yep. iffy on this season so far, right? Yeah. I... In short, underwhelmed. In long, I'll get into it later. <laughs> okay. So underwhelming from Mikey. Yeah. Um, 
I, I just have to ask, like you were you were pretty adamant about wanting to have Din and Grogu's story progress, right? The Mandalorian, like this character that we've known for so long. Yeah. And obviously spoilers for this episode for those of you who are listening to this. So I just have to ask, like, did that aspect in particular underwhelm you or was it just this the whole episode as a whole? As a whole, it yeah, it did not deliver. And even in that, it there's it it's just a miss. It's a miss for me. I mean, I don't. I, you don't know how else to hard, say it. It's hard to ex- get it. I want to get into it, but it's okay. just I, yeah. I'm just okay. Um, the grenade's I'm, about to go off. Put a pin yeah. in it. All right. Just just disappointed. <laughs> He's not mad. He's just disappointed. Yeah. Well, well, Mikey, Mikey, think of you know the queen. Baseball. Queen <laughs> baseball. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Go to your happy place. Go to your happy the, place. The queen. The queen. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's great. Um, I'm gonna pass the baton. I'm gonna pass the baton to Elijah now. Uh Elijah, what's your thoughts on this episode? Um <clears throat> I I'll keep it short too. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Picard season three finale was better. It's my opinion. Did you and Ethan talk prior to this? Are you guys no. conspiring like the separatist leaders? No, no. I just state fact. Okay, so let me break this down because this is evidently something we're going to get into. Actually, we're going to hold it. So... In short, that's how you feel. Like you, you're indifferent. Like it didn't land for you either. It wasn't so. It wasn't so insanely good that. It just it, it satisfied you know me for the next season if there's going to be a next season, you know it. It was good. There was good aspects of it. It wasn't out of this world, not to me. Okay, all right. All right. I respect that. I accept that. Um, Ethan, deliver the grand slammy balammy. Yo, Emma just won a victory royale. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yo. Oh, God. Sh- shut up, dogs. Quiet. <laughs> All right, Ethan. Sorry about that. I, I'm going to, I too, I'm going to keep this short. This is actually a good season. And, I'm not disappointed with where the episode left us. Considering where the season started, it, and we can get more into this as we do our wrap-up discussion, but it does feel like the season was building to something completely different. And maybe they didn't know exactly where, how it was going to wind up. And then decisions were made, information was released, trailers, movie announcements, and then it almost feels like and I know that's not how it was made, but it almost feels like the season was ended rapidly after that in lieu of the fact that, oh, we know what's, we know we got other stuff to do now. And the season does kind of feel like it was truncated a bit in the last two episodes. Like they wrapped it up too quickly. And so that aside, I still am not unhappy with where the season ends up. And what was presented to us. I think it was 
it was serviceable. It was good. Ditto. Like that, that he nailed it. He nailed it. Like it, it was really, really good. It just, I wanted more. Like I yearned for, for more. It just wasn't, didn't, the episode didn't seem full enough. It was spread too thin and it didn't develop like it should have. The last yeah, two episodes. When Mikey says he was underwhelmed by it, it's like the, you know, what's the, the cliche now is to just yell at him and say, shut up. We can't have anything nice. Right. That's been this whole, <laughs> this whole season. But when he says it now, it's like, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's dissect that then now. So Mikey, where are you coming from? Like what, what, what about this? Like, we're going to throw it back to you. Cause you guys all three feel the same way, and I'm I'm the I'm the minority here, cause I was definitely the target audience. Like I I love this that last episode, and I'll get into my thoughts as to why. It just more spoke to me on like a deeper Star Wars level because like I saw some symbolism with some things, and whether that was intended or not, that's like what I felt. So, I don't know. For me, it 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 landed fine you know I, I definitely can see we'll get into it but Mikey I want to I want to let, let's just throw a point out there what's like one aspect where you're like okay this doesn't land for me like this this particular thing doesn't land if you had to just rattle off one it's not a, a one thing it's um there's more that I really don't like about this episode than I do. Like it's not, and it's not even like the nitpicky stuff. It's just like, we just watched a whole season and this is, this is it. Like, and I don't, I don't know. It's, it, it's hard to, it's hard to just name one thing that that's kind of hard to do. It's, it's a, it's a culmination of this whole season and a few things in this episode. It's hard to name just one. Okay. Does anyone want to help him out? My one of my big things, which I think is going to be a lot of people's problem, is how quickly Moff Gideon was introduced and how quickly he was gone. Dude. I mean, it, it was he was here for two seconds. And we all knew that Moff Gideon was more than likely going to be defeated, but holy cow. I mean that has to be record timing. Yeah. Hold on. Do, do you really think he's gone? He's so no. not. We yeah. just saw a bunch of clones. Yeah, no, he's, he's Dude, not dude's gone. coming back. I don't think he even died. I think it was just like, because they show afterwards, they show a split second where he was. There's nothing there. Yeah, anytime like, there's Andy not had... a body, anytime there's not a body yeah. on a pyre burning at the end of the show, they're exactly. coming back. Yeah, it's he's so fine. <laughs> he's so fine, but that, yeah, that's a big one. That, so fine. that last fight, I hated it. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> boring fight I've ever seen in Star Wars in my life. Wait, like the duel or like, yes, yes. because I, I really like the aspect of, you know, the tie interceptors were really cool and, you know, the dueling, the battle with the jetpacks was really cool. Yeah. That's the thing too. Like all three of them are Mandalorians. They never left the ground during that battle. Not once. And none of them used any of their equipment. They're all Mandalorian. They have, they have, it's, they're like Batman and all they ha- all they're doing is slashing each other the entire time. And they don't use like he, he the the first two seasons shows all of his gadgetry, and nothing like no no cool solution no nothing he just blasts her away and she's just slashing him and it's like oh we're gonna be defeated we don't have any other options at all I'm like 
yeah i'm just and i'm not i'm trying i really try not to be nitpicky like it's just it's frustrating because i know what they can do and i know what they're capable of and then they they show him like destroy i don't want to get into the last part of it though to start off that's the only thing that's why i'm kind of holding back because i i feel like there's a no that's the whole whole point just 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 gloves off man like that like that's why i literally say the gauntlet horrible death he had a horrible death that was the dumbest death i've ever seen in my life if he did die, he literally put his arms up and was like, ah. the, they're, they're moving what? on to bigger things. Why Why would he be alive still? I mean, dude, he could have been a dope villain. Like, even without the whole force thing, too, hated that. Like, that there's no way they ever would have worked. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the writing. And, and it just seems aimless. It's an aimless season with an aimless ending, other than the fact of the, I've mentioned this before, the three main goals. like And, and they, they accomplish them all in the worst, easiest ways possible. <laughs> and I, I I don't know. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get out of breath if I keep the, talking. <laughs> I'm going to take the uh, the dark saber from you for a moment. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. oh wait, really it doesn't exist that. anymore. Gee, it's, dude, what? <laughs> How oh. did you do that on purpose? You did that on purpose. Oh my god. How... If you if you need to go, Mikey, a little more. Okay. She <sighs> he okay. He he death trooper he's death trooper, basically, right? Exoskeleton can crush it. Get that. She's got her hand in there. It's it's made of best car. She they can't crush that. Like it would destroy her hand while he's using it. And then like I don't I there's so many little things. And the nitpicker, that's my new nickname, I guess. The nitpicker. That we should just that's my new can handle. You, can you change that underneath yeah. the screen? Yeah, yeah that's my that's my new Zoom. handle. Thank you. Yeah. But oh my goodness, dude. Like it's the easiest things they could have done. And it's it's all unsatisfying. Underwhelming. I I mean Okay. Let, let me go, go ahead. from there. Go ahead. On, yeah. on the, the Darksaber, smartest decision they made in the entire show. Honestly. I agree. I agree. Honestly. Maybe, yeah. That thing has been nothing but a uh, pariah to the Mandalorian peoples. And mm-hmm. to see it crushed at the end was like, okay, now all the stupid speculation about Grogu wielding it in 500 years and leading the Mandalorian, all of that's done. Yeah. Now it's a matter, it's a meritocracy now. Not a who holds the thing, right? What is a meritocracy? He who holds the thing gets the meritocracy. Uh, rule by merit, basically. Oh. If you're qualified and you demonstrate you're qualified, you get to lead the people. And Bo-Katan proved that. She does Makes not sense. have to have the dark saber. Yeah. So I love the fact that that is now off the table. Or, you know, she could rebuild it. You know, who knows? That's what I was thinking. Or Grogu could. That's what I was going to say. I mean, he could pull a ray yeah. and fact, rebuild yeah. Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, at the end of the series, when all Mandalore is standing in front of her, who gets to light the fire? Who's the most important person on Mandalore? It's Bo-Katan. Yeah, and she does true. not have the light, the, the Darksaber in her hand, and people are just following it because of that. They're following her because she's a good leader. So mm-hmm. I thought where the Mandalorian people and where they ended up taking their planet back and Bo-Katan. And I, that was all great. I absolutely was 100% on board with everything they, they showed there. Yeah. Isn't it, by definition, though, isn't it already a meritocracy even with the sword? Because if they're going to follow the strongest leader, if they're the strongest, they'll have the sword. 
Yeah, but we've had previous episodes of the the Clone Wars and things like that where people that yeah that didn't have the merit were in charge yeah, just because right. they held the dark saber. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that's right. So yeah, as far as where Mandalore goes and how that ends up, uh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, one of the things I do want to nitpick on, I'll I'll side with Mikey. Uh, another thing that I've got, can we? Can we just get rid of red clad guards yeah. just all together? I mean, they do absolutely nothing. They did something in the last one, and then they totally forgot what they did by not being able to land a blow on Grogu. And that mm -hmm. I, I know he's the mascot for the show, and we all love Grogu, but these guys took down Paz Vizsla. In a in a take charge, no holds barred. These were they were not messing around, and now the next episode they're just messing around. And Grogu's <laughs> hopping and skipping, and he should have been dead in seconds, honestly, yeah. considering missed, what we just yeah. saw. Missed opportunity. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's things like that that remind you it's just a it's just fiction. It's just yeah. a show. You know, yeah. and and there's a there's always going to be a gimmick or something in there, and you have to take that along with the the really good stuff that's in there too. Yeah, I agree with that. That's kind of how I felt. It was like when this episode ended, I was kind of like, "Oh, that's really it, okay." And like I thought that it was it was gimmicky, kind of how they use like the "that's all" folks on Grilgu. But granted, we've seen that effect you know where it zooms in like that that's that's a classic star wars thing so it's not yeah. like we hadn't seen that before it was just in a different fashion and that was i think the only thing where i was kind of like oh like okay that's really it you know um i think it, it was a good like mystery it not not so much a cliffhanger it's like okay they're just they're leaving they're, it open they're gonna yeah they're gonna go do some adventures they got a house they're gonna they're gonna just be for a little while yeah well i mean it makes sense if they're if the rumor mill is true about uh what's his head leaving the guy that plays din what's his name pedro pascal i don't know if that's true because everything i've seen online says that they already have the script written for the next season and it's already ready to go hmm. like i don't i don't know how yeah. much merit there is to that yeah but there's I, I don't supposed to be a movie and we don't know when that movie is going to yeah. happen yeah before yeah. season four or after i don't know guys i kind of felt like I, we're not getting season four for at least Three years, maybe. I agree. We got we got too and much content to get to first. Yeah, and I think a movie will happen before we have a season four, if, if there's a season happen, four if, at all. Yeah, that makes me so happens. sad. Which that makes sense of how they would end it because then you're not looking forward to a next season, and when the movie does come out, it's a yeah. nice surprise. It's and then yeah, yeah, and then they're going to release season four following the movie, and it's going to tie in at some point, right? More than likely. That yeah, makes sense. I mean, I I I just I feel like. I don't know. Like for me, this episode in particular was a culmination of everything we saw. There are some question boxes still for me. Like what about those dragons they confiscated in the first and the second episode? Like where are those bad boys out? So those have to have something in the future. <laughs> no, right? they, they were in the star cruiser. Sorry. Sorry about you. Oh yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a good point. They're in the star cruiser. <laughs> 
We don't know. <laughs> they they could have been loaded them onto one of the gauntlets. They're rotisserie yeah, dragons now. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Uh, extra they're crispy. crispy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there has to be some sort of plan. I don't think we're done with Mandalore. I think this episode, in a lot of ways, is a primer for what's to come, and I think that's how it is. I think this entire season is really just a big tease. And I like being teased in that way of like, hey, there's some things coming. Like we got Zeb, we got um, like we got so many things that point to Rebels tie-ins, things in each episode that we could get excited about. And to me, it's kind of like, oh, and on top of that, there's no telling what kind of content we're going to get in the future for Din Djarin and Din Grogu. But we know that they're out there doing something. So yeah. in a way, I'm kind of glad in a way, I'm kind of glad that it was. It's like, yeah, it's got it's literally got a ribbon on it. It tied everything up <laughs> and I, I don't have any like questions as to like, like I thought everything was tied up nicely and it. I think its biggest downfall was that it was safe. We were expecting something big to happen at the end and nothing big happened at the end. They played it yeah. extremely safe. I hear and you, that Gabe. can be that can be disappointing at times. I hear, well, yeah, I hear you, <clears throat> but you also hear some of the opinions that are being expressed in the room, right? All, there's not a there's not just an overwhelming oh my god that was the best thing we'd ever seen. And how did we no. end season one? How did we end season two? Mm -hmm. This was awesome the way they ended those two seasons. They were allowed to tell a story because that was the only place you were going to get it. And the problem now with season three, as I see it, as I've seen the whole thing come together is comes back to Kathleen Kennedy. They, they made the first two seasons stand alone. This was the series. This was how we were getting that story. Season three has been hodgepodge and up and down because Kathleen Kennedy has said, all right, we're doing movies. And it all has to tie it together. And we and, and we have to leave all of this stuff open-ended. We can't really go anywhere with it because we have more storytelling to do in other media, in other forms. And I think it, that's why season three is suffering, is because now Disney is saying, we're not going to let you just tell your story. Now we have to market it, divest it, and go elsewhere with it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I very much feel like the up and downness that we have alluded to throughout the season is because of Disney, not because of Dave Filoni, John Favreau, and and really great directors that directed these episodes this season. I think that's kind of obvious, isn't it? I mean, everyone that at least is interested in it has obviously put their heart and soul into it. I mean, there's a lot of cool aspects to this kind of a whirlwind of a season, like it might not have all landed, but there's a lot of cool things that we saw that we never thought about before and some things we never thought we would see. And I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, I do hear everyone's opinions in the room, but my opinion is that we don't work on television programs. We don't know the decisions that are being made. We don't know what the plan is. All we do is we receive. And yeah, you're mm -hmm. right. Like the first two seasons were self-contained. I feel like this season had each episode like just had its own kind of self-contained story. And yeah, it was kind of hodgepodge together. But to me, it was like there were moments where I was like, oh, my God, this is unique and interesting. And yeah, I mean, it's it's it is frustrating that like they do have to make it tie together all in one way. But 
I mean, I'm just going to let you guys do most of the dis- discussing tonight because, like I said, I'm the vocal minority. And it to me, it landed. It's like, yeah, of course you would use the Mandalorian as another catalyst to save Star Wars yet again because the only reason we're having this conversation is because of the Mandalorian. That's what they know people like. So, of course, they're going to rape it and exploit it at some point. Like, it had to happen, right, at some point. No. And now it's, like, very evident no, I mean it did have to happen. Like I it said didn't. this back I I I it did have to happen because Why? that's what happens no, with corporations. Yeah, I mean it, it didn't. didn't have to happen. I'm just saying like it was inevitably I, I going to happen. I said that back yeah. like in season 1. Like it, it it's sad. Yes, it's sad, but I mean, have we learned nothing in a way? Like this is what Hollywood does, right? <laughs> From what I've heard John Favreau was so frustrated with this season with Kathleen Kennedy's fingers. He's actually threatened to quit several times because of this season. And so that's why he has already pre-written season four. And he's like, this is how it's going to go. And we're not doing anything else or I'm going to leave. <laughs> that's yeah. that, that's, that's the ballgame. Yeah. It definitely feels like this season was in the mud pit between the two forces pulling the the rope on either side right for sure it's this this show which we all love is very much under threat you know it's there's going to be another season made we know that but it's very much under threat as to what it is and what it's going to be going forward because of corporate versus storytelling and we're watching this play out, this tug of war that's taking place, and we don't know which way it's going to go. It's at this point, it's all in Dave Filoni's hands because he's got the movie right that's that's supposed to fold in this element of Dinjarin and Grogu and what's happening with the Mandalorians. You know, it's we have to wait and see what where that goes. But at the end of the season, when we get the that's all, folks, it very much feels like the darkness is closing in on the Mandalorian. And I hate to be, I hate to be a Debbie downer about that, but it really is just up in the air now. And it's, it's yet to be seen. Are we going to see these characters that we have grown to love? Are we going to see them in a good story going forward? Or are we going to see corporate win out? And it's a vehicle for selling dolls and subscriptions yeah. and movie tickets, you know, and it, it, everything comes down to that. You're right. And it's just kind of sad that it, we're at that point now. It, the, you know, the darkness has closed in. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I guess, you know, like for me, it's like, yeah, I don't want that to be the case. And I since I've been let down enough times, it's like you learn to do you learn to appreciate those moments where it is awesome, like. Like that fight in episode seven, when Paz does go down, like that is an epic moment. The beginning of season or of episode eight, like when the Mandalorians like just flew into each other, that was like amazing to me. Like that, (laughs) whenever I watched it the first time, I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like this is like HBO level is what I was thinking in my mind. I was like, this is really interesting. And, you know, like... I think I'm noticing a theme with myself as a Star Wars fan. It's like those little moments that remind me why I love Star Wars are more important to me than trying to appreciate every facet of it, I guess. And I think that's what we like consider our Star Wars, right? So, you know, like 
in a way, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I know that inevitably Disney is going to screw us. I've been in that mindset for a long time. So <laughs> to, to have anything good at this point, through the entire journey of The Mandalorian, the sequel trilogy, through everything, the fact that we can have these moments that connect to these other shows, and it's like, yeah, it's sad because we do see, like, The Mandalorian is going to continue in some medium, but... Yeah, it, it it has to all good things have to come to an end at some point, unfortunately. And if we get a solid journey, like if we do get a movie and one more season after that, I look at this collection of content we have and it feels cohesive to me. I think about Moff Gideon's journey as the main villain, and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I feel like this episode really mirrored a lot of old Star Wars moments like the entire episode is a mirror of a new hope like shot by shot it's literally the same thing of like the um you know whenever Obi-Wan's sneaking around the ship like and even the dialogue is similar like whenever he's about to go am I frozen whenever he's about to go fight Vader so and then I know I thought about it I was like oh that's an interesting moment and then I saw those shields the ray shields again and I was thinking, mm -hmm. oh, those are dope. Where have I thought, where have I seen those before? Oh, I saw those right before Qui-Gon got murked. Both moments, I'm like, oh my god, Din is going to die. For sure. And then other things start coming to mind. Like, oh my god, what if Grogu gets shot? And like, that's where his little Mandalorian plate came into, comes into play. Like all, these, like, all this anticipation is building. Because the Mandalorians, the main characters, are sneaking around on the ship. And we have this massive fight going on outside it kind of reminds me of whenever it was war on mandalore in the last season of clone wars and then like darth maul and uh whoever else was in the throne there throne room there with him like they have it out like they're fighting and all this stuff is happening and it's like wow this feels right to me like this is what i wanted and i do have to admit like when the end of the episode does come it's like oh like Okay, so Mando's just doing his thing. Like, it felt lazy to me, honestly. And I did have well, kind of a feeling of like, oh, like, that's it. Okay, all right. Well, that, at least they got me from point A to point B. Well, you know, go for yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was serviceable. But nobody important died, so there were yep. really no stakes. Yep. Uh, the Mandalorians very easily were able to take back their planet. Yep. And we thought it might be a little bit of a harder fight. It wasn't as hard, it seems. Um I don't think any of us really believe Moff Gideon's actually dead. So at the end of it, you're just like, I know there's going to be at least a movie and maybe another season. Right. And and that's something that we didn't have at the end of season one. We didn't know where it was going to go at that point, but it, it ended and it was satisfying. Yeah. Right. And then season two ended and we didn't know if there really was going to be a season three. And we certainly didn't know if Din Djarin and Grogu were going to be together ever again, because yeah. he was going off with Luke. Right. But it ended sad. Even though we, we were up in the air, it was satisfying. And this season ends and I'm fine with where everybody's at, but I'm not satisfied. Yeah. That's kind of the, you know, that's, that's, I think, and I'm, I don't want to speak for the other two, but I mean, I, I see like both sides of this. I, 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 I'm with you, Ethan. I feel the same way, but I'm also with Gabe. The episode as a whole was really good until yeah. the ending. You know, it, yeah. it was a good episode till the ending. 
So I, I, I can see both sides for sure. I, I don't want to seem like a teeter-totter, but... Yeah, no, and I mean, I think it's good to, like, nothing can be all bad. Nothing can be all good. Like, it's just not possible. But there is a middle ground, and it's like... You know, I, I, I'm trying. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find what I'm missing. But it's like, wait a minute. This is a fictional thing, and different parts of this are going to appeal to different people. Like Star Wars means different things to different people. Yeah. And, you know, there's some people that will just watch The Mandalorian, right? Because that's all they care about now. There's other people that are interested in the universe as a whole, but they pick and choose what time periods they want to be in. So I guess for me, it's like. I love The Mandalorian because it's a catalyst for more Star Wars. And I've recognized that for the begin from the beginning. It it has felt like, yeah, this is a thing that they are using to propel this brand back to where it, potentially where it could used to be. And we just happened to get some good storytelling out of it. So I guess, you know, I might be have like the rose-colored glasses on and just be like, "Oh, well, like Mandalorian can do no wrong at this point for me." But I kind of like that Mando is the not the scapegoat, but kind of the poster child, right? For Star Wars in a lot of ways. Because without without it, I mean, do we get Andor? Do we get do we get the Bad Batch? Do we get like you know what I mean? Like, go I ahead. I think sorry. we get Bad Batch. I don't think we get Andor though. But yeah. um, man, I'm. Uh, I think I'm more with Gabe on this one because I I love the very ending. I think that's a great ending because especially like you're saying, even though they do have season four written and there is going to be that big time gap. That is, that is a satisfying for me. That is, but it's not deserved at all from this season. I don't, for me, I, I'm like, we did all of that. And then this is the, this is the good ending I get, but it's like it, how did we get here? <laughs> this is I not think one, one thing. <laughs> go ahead, Ethan. Sorry. Well, I I want to put this forward because I said I was going to do this contrast, so I'm going to do it here. And since Elijah, since you have seen, I assume Picard season three is ending. Yeah, I want to bring you in on this. Contrast the two finales in your mind. Just, it just contrast this finale we're talking about here with what Star Trek did. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, they're no spoilers. As far, I won't give any spo any spoilers, but as far as the last two episodes go, they're almost I identical. Honestly, I just feel like I feel like Picard did it better. I Picard's known Star Trek like that that type of Star Trek is known to be ultra whimsical. I mean, it was made in the '80s. I mean, the bridge had carpet in it. There was not there was not any Durasteel anywhere. So it whatever little nostalgia funny whimsical things they did in picard they nailed it and they hit the nostalgia hard did a really good job let me ask you this the the story that they told mm -hmm. throughout that season and then when the the final credits roll how did you feel about that season as a whole oh i, compared I felt to Mandalorian? I, I felt extremely satisfied yeah extremely satisfied at the end and the and, way and, and the way that they ended it too, the the mirror image between the two shows, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, and, and I understand. And there's probably going to be a lot of people out there that might be listening to this to say, "Well, it's Star Wars versus Star Trek. You can't have that argument." And I hear you. I hear you. But what I'm saying is, 
the the way that Disney has impacted how the Mandalorian story is being told is I'm contrasting that versus Paramount just saying it's the last season. You guys that love Star Trek, it's your show. Do what you want. And with those reins, those corporate reins taken off, we got a better story than any of the previous two seasons of mm-hmm. Picard. Yeah. Right. And and I'm contrasting that with we got two really great seasons of Mandalorian. And now when Disney's hopes, dreams, aspirations are riding on this thing doing really well, now it seems like it stumbles a little bit because the reins have been tightened up. And I'm just I'm using that as a as a comparison. So are and you it, suggesting that no good storytelling can come from corporate? That's exactly figures? what I'm saying. Hmm. That's exactly what I'm shocking. I'm just saying that that once the once the impetus for telling a story becomes money and that's going to determine the future of it. Well, Gabe said it best. This season felt safe because it allows them to go to the next chapter Mm -hmm. easily, more easily. And because they, they're not allowed to storytell, because if they truly storytell and, and tell how an adventure should actually be, they certain couldn't... people that are going to make them yeah. money later can't yep. can't die. You know, yeah. and that, that's how good storytelling ha- happens. Is And, 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 and there it is. There it is. That's the crux of where my... Uh, it's good. It's just not satisfying because it doesn't feel like a a real story got to be told. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's me projecting what ifs and possibilities that may or may not have been tossed around in the writer room, but it does by the public outcry seem like, you know, maybe it suffered a little bit from playing it safe. Whereas like at the end of Picard season three, they knew they weren't coming back and they went whole hog, pardon the expression, balls to the wall told the story they wanted to tell and it was awesome it landed it It landed landed, really good it landed and here's the thing season three mandalorian ends i'm not terribly excited i mean i'm if they never came back to din Djarin and grogu then i can just forever picture them by the the water in front of his cabin and i'm good there i'm not hungering for more the end of picard season three i know that crew's not coming back I want more though. Mm-hmm. And if I can't have the original crew, then the other characters they introduced that were so good, I want to yeah. see them. Right? They have and, that's a whole other story. They have to, but that's a whole other yeah. whole other topic. But that's the thing about Mandalorian season three is the show ends and it's like I can move on to Andor or Ahsoka. If they're gonna tie it in, tie it in. That's fine. But I'm not I can step off from here. It's very much that in game feeling. <laughs> when when the MCU ended that story run. It's like, at that point, I can separate from those characters, and I'm good. Man. And this is kind of a... I, I, I don't like that. I want to I wanna stay invested, mm-hmm. but I don't have... Okay. I don't feel like I have to. Yeah. Well, okay, to use your, you know... Is Bo-Katan not a good character? It's a, great, a character. great character. Okay, this season is literally just as much her season as it is Den and Grogu's. Right, but it should. Uh, here we go with the whole Boba Fett thing. It should have been Her, a Boba Fett season. This should have been a Mandalorian season. 
we don't. She is the man. She is a Mandalorian. We talked about that in Ignazium well, so this, these past few episodes about who even is the Mandalorian. That's but a theme dude, we've had through this podcast the whole time. Dude, we followed Bo-Katan from the Clone Wars series, yeah. and where we saw her, her story's done. She's she's got what she wanted. Mandalore's back. She's in charge of her people. Yeah, there's stories that could be told after that, but they yeah. don't have to be told. Yeah, right. That's. I just feel like it would be a waste if they didn't. You know, like why even tell the story at that point? Yeah, that's that's where I'm on. I'm differing from you, um, Ethan. Like, they're at a point where I'm just like that. They, they're just chilling at that cabin. Now he can just be a space cowboy again. That's the content mm-hmm. I want to see. Mm-hmm. Like. That's exactly the season one Mando. That's well, what he even said I that. Want. He even said that in the episode. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, I'm a bounty like, hunter by trade. We're bounty- so, yeah. yeah, that's that's all I want. Like, and the Mandalore, the man, the the fight for Mandalore. That's awesome. I love that. That was part of the show, but it's also the catalyst of I think the downfall of why because they're just like, well, we got to involve all these people, and like you're saying for the movies and stuff. But man, if they just would have kept it simple. That would have been the simpler the better. That would have been so sick, but I, they didn't. So well, you know, there's a reason why spaghetti westerns died. I know, man. Nobody loves them except me. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> so you you get you get another season of eight episodes of spaghetti western Mandalorian. I'm with you. I'd watch it. I'd yeah. watch it. But I guarantee you, people start to sour on it by the time that eight season. Eight ser- eight episode series yeah. is done. I don't understand why it's stuff like that is so good. Like that That'd is just so amazing cool. content. Firefly well, Star Wars. But it doesn't feel like they they it doesn't sell subscriptions anymore. Yeah. Nobody has. Yeah. I, everyone wants the tie-in. Everyone wants the vintage feel. The they want the yeah. What yeah. the nostalgia? That's what they but want. That's that's but everyone wants. That. It would be I great would. if they would just go simple like that. It would Man, be cool. And that's I the would thing. Really like it too. Yeah, that's the thing about Star Wars too, because like, it, it, there's so many different flavors. Even with like this season, like there's so many different flavors of this whole universe. Like every, yeah. like Gabe said, every episode felt like its own story and all of that. But this show is its own story. Like. There are there is a pe- there is people that want to watch that and they they don't have to do it like if they want to skip a couple years and do a season of it, that's fine, but you don't gotta mess with the formula and make it something that it wasn't and it's not like in that I don't want to I I don't want to watch a, a like the word hodgepodge thing of a bunch of different stories that they already have that there's so many different stories in Star Wars they don't have to mess with one season. It, of of eight episodes it's just like tell a cool story in that and then yeah tie it in somewhere but it it's just yeah it's just, it's just the problem i feel is, like yeah oh, go ahead ethan well i was gonna say t- tv just isn't made that way anymore used to if you loved bonanza you could watch two seasons disappear for a couple of years come back and feel like you're still watching the same show three years later right yeah but that yeah it's just not tv now but that's the difference though there's hundreds of episodes of that we only get eight a season yeah. Like, and they they waste so much. In my opinion, they waste so much time with other stuff. And I'm like, I hear you. You 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 do prove you, you can do it. Yeah. Do you think they've wasted? They wasted episodes in the first two seasons. I don't think they wasted them. No, they were slow. But I think that was that's part of the feel of this show. Okay, so you would rather have like, yes, frog frog lady and spiders over yes 
Yeah, sorry, that was an awesome episode. I would love to. Yeah, I would. I would love to watch her story more than any. I I can't even tell you any of the side stories in this entire season. None of them. Frog Lady than Lizzo. Yeah, tie her back in in the third season, for sure. You know, that's the the thing that makes me the most mad about season three is I did not get a Bill Burr episode. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. He was so why, good. Why was he not invited back? He was so good. Such a good Such character. A you want to talk about waste. There think you of, go. Yeah, think of that episode. Think of that episode in that season. Like, that was so good. Where was any of that in this season except yeah. for the last two episodes? Like, there there was no missions. There was no, like, The Prisoner. Think of that episode in the Like, there's so many episodes like that, and they could have did stuff and still tied stuff in, but it's... It's so random, everything in this season, and it's annoying. It's so annoying, but I still love this show. <laughs> I think Gabe has slumped farther down into his chair since yes. we first started. Yes. Yeah, sorry, so, Gabe. I've been slowly watching him deflate for this. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> but, like, but here's there's, the thing. There, I, just, I just feel like there's no pleasing, pleasing you. you. <laughs> ever like there's always something it's like we've been raped by the mouse repeatedly it's not gonna change guys get used to it it could change. be happy with what you get or the, no. ra- the come here boys ho ho here boys i mean it's happening and it's like yeah please uncle mickey don't hurt me yet again sexually when you're just when you're just happy with what you get, you're just gonna get more of it. You're just gonna get more of the stuff you don't like. Well, I just I, I'm just I think like yeah I, I don't know like and and of course like I'm not discounting anyone's opinions. I think I just really think I went into this season of TV with like just bright expectations for me personally this time. I guess. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting anything immaculate, honestly, because I didn't like season two that much other than the ending. Other than the ending. Blasphemy. I, hey, I was bored. The beauty yeah. of you, the beauty of that is that's that's your opinion. And that's yeah, what makes you exactly. No one's. Like, yeah, exactly. No one's yeah. right. No yeah. one's wrong. It's, no, and I feel right. like we're right. For, yeah, you're I, right. You're right. Yeah. And we, I, we actually <laughs> talked about this the other day, Gabe, when I was when we were like, let's play some video games together. It's just like. You like a game that has a lot of variety in it and stuff, it seems like, and a lot of stuff to do, whereas I like more simplistic stuff, like with yeah. the story. Like, I don't like the jumping around in different stuff. I like to have yeah. a, a, a defined and direction that we're going, and that's yeah. I think that's the disconnect. Where I just I just don't enjoy that in, in the shows yeah, that I That's you know. a good point, Mikey. I think I, I relate more to feel of, like, you know, scenes and, like... I'm actually not really concerned with the overarching thing in a lot of ways. Like, I just need some of it to connect. It doesn't all have to connect for me. So in my mind, I think like, okay, Bo-Katan, Din Djarin, there's something there between them for sure. Like, them being together with Grogu is significant. Grogu using the Force to protect them both is significant. Yeah, so it's dude, like there's potential, yeah. you know, for like the future. It's like, okay... Definite you know, and energy. it's like even whenever, yeah, even whenever I was talking about like, oh, this felt a lot like a new hope to me, you know, in the way they like mirrored these scenes. It's a feel thing. And it's like feeling a certain way is more important to me than it all making sense. Because guess what, guys? It's space wizards and laser swords and black laser swords and blasters. But at the, in the same right, I'm not saying that 
your guys' arguments of it being like, oh, yeah, this doesn't really satisfy me or this doesn't really land for me or like I could be done after this. I resonate with that, too. If I'm right, I'm with Ethan. If Grogu and Din and Din Grogu <laughs> uh, are not Grogu, if Din Djarin and Din Grogu are at their pond, like you were saying, Ethan, doing some bounty hunting and I get to see him in a comic book, God forbid, a game, anything. That's great. If we're moving on to something new where I can have this nostalgic feeling, but still have it like come full circle and be like, oh yeah, this is identifiably Star Wars. This moment, this moment is making me feel like this is Star Wars. It may not all land, right? It can't. <laughs> like there's things in the OG trilogy where I'm like, yeah, I still hate this. You know what I mean? And I I think that adds to kind of like the charm of Star Wars a little bit. Like, I can't think of a perfect Star Wars story. Have you seen Rogue One? Oh my god. <laughs> tearing that, tearing I'm going to be honest here. Tearing I'm that be wound honest. back open. I have lost the pulse of the conversation for the last 10 minutes because in my head I've been writing a movie called House of the Mouse that is like a horror exploitation film. <laughs> so ever since that Mickey comment, I've, uh... I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm. I'm, sorry. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Send me the script. Man. <laughs> yeah. My, Mikey's got a good. Mickey I got voice. cash. Money front. <laughs> <laughs> if All only right, we gentlemen. knew somebody with a production company. <clears throat> if only. Who knew? Not me. So, gentlemen, I, I have a new tier system, and and just for the record, this is going to be. We're not going to record anything new for a couple weeks. We have some shows that are coming out. But I, I'm tired. Like, I need a break. And I think, you know, it, it's great to do this week to week. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited when we have these sprints. And we're going to have another sprint when Ahsoka comes out. Which is when? June? August. 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 June so, is Strange New Worlds. Elijah, I need to talk to you. Okay. Anyway. We can... So, <laughs> August, we'll be doing this exact same thing. And we'll have a show come out every couple weeks or so. That's the goal. But I'm just saying that now. So I don't have to say it later. But when it comes down to it, I want to have like a new rating system. Okay. Is this just streamable? Is it wish I had it on VHS? Because there's some movies where I'm like, man, like I went to Elijah's. We watched, we recorded a podcast and talked about this very thing. Watching mm -hmm. Hook on an old TV with a VCR and it's like the turn it on, it goes, you know, yep. lights up. There's nothing like that. Yeah. And there are so many movies where I'm like, wow, I wish I could have like experienced this on that platform. You know what I mean? So it's like a step up. And then in Dude, my opinion, I this saw is Hook in theaters. It was awesome. <laughs> That's I awesome. Um, Ethan's so much better than us guys. Yeah. And then no, to no, me, he's just old. Oh, it came from Mikey this time and not me. Shut up about the sun, Mikey. <laughs> so, and then the top one is buy it on Blu ray. Where does, where does dumpster fire land? <laughs> there is no dump, there is no negative, there is no negative, negative anything. The lowest well, tier is streamable only. Streamer. We'll make of our own. We'll Trouble, VHS. Yeah, and VHS is more of like an idea. Like, yeah, this means something to me. And like, 
I hold this close to me. You know what I mean? Like I, I like it and I wish I could have experienced it in this medium. Is it it as a season or just this episode? The whole season. Dude, could you imagine having the Mandalorians on like box set VHSs? That would be so dope. (laughs) It'd be kind of (laughs) cool. Right? That would be amazing. Uh, If they release something like that, I would buy it for you, Elijah, and live vicariously through you because I don't have room for that many VHS tapes. I have right. uh, I have a solo story on VHS tape. Just just saying. Okay. Well, Ethan. I'll go first with uh, and rate this thing. I I would not buy it on VHS, but I wish I could have recorded it direct off air onto a VHS tape. Oh yeah. So that I would I would it. have it that way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my rating for it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Elijah. Same. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ditto with Ethan. Mikey. Yeah. Same, yeah. All Star Wars content is better on VHS. I, you're not wrong. You're not Honestly, wrong. I might like. I might have liked Rogue One more if I would have seen it on VHS. Rogue One would have been awesome. Such a good dude, right? solo with, mag- like, with a little magnetic track line yes. at the bottom. Yes, dude. No. And like awesome. you know, like kind of you know, and it's like you can see the it's like curling over the screen because the TV mm-hmm. is round. It Same just for Andor. Different. Yeah, it. I mean, I haven't watched Andor, but it just hits different. You know. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, you know. Um, I'm buying this on Blu-ray for sure. You know, you know, all you guys are being called old right now for yes. subscribing to this VHS thing. Yes. Well, know. you know, it's okay. Who's wait? Who's in their thirties? No, nope. I'm not. Not me. Are you game? <laughs> no, not yet. And Ethan's <laughs> in his Ethan's in his forties. Thirties? <laughs> what? Oh uh, God. We skipped that so, one. <laughs> After all of that discourse, right? Everybody feel better. Nerd therapy over, right? No, no. <laughs> I felt like, good going into this. I and I, I was like I said, we sat on the couch. It was running, and we're Eli and I both looked at each other, and we're like, "Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's good." I think this is probably my have favorite. to be incredible. I think mm. this is probably my favorite season as a whole, honestly. Eight. Um. Good Lord. I mean, guys, okay. he's just saying that to troll you. I'm don't, not. Don't fall because victim. here's no, why. He's being serious. We have rumblings of getting Mandalore back together. Isn't that been the Elijah goal I'm trying for a to long save credibility time. for the show? Come on. Okay. Whatever. He lost it a long time ago. I, I just dis- I disagree with you guys, but that's okay. That's okay. I would much rather watch this season with that first episode, whenever that dragon literally comes in and swoops the kid out, and like. Yeah, I would much rather watch that. I think I don't know. It's probably tied with the opening, with the opening episode of the series. Honestly, I was gonna say that's the same episode, but way better. <laughs> yeah, no, the first episode is probably my favorite episode. But... What's gonna be curious about this, guys, is I I think you're almost gonna. It's almost gonna be worthwhile to revisit this six months to a yeah. year from now, probably. and just see after we've all had a rewatch, maybe, and let it simmer. I'm curious where everybody's going to be. It all it seems to always do that, doesn't it? Like, yeah, we, we always go back to the things we hate. At first, it was the prequels. Everyone hated the prequels. And then as we got farther away from those being released and then the sequels were getting close, then the prequels really got a hit. Has anybody rewatched Book of Boba Fett in like the last two to three months? I was just about to ask I, you guys was, about yeah. something. I was thinking about the it. Show. So I need to. 
um, yeah, anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss, but ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, we want to know what you thought of this season as well, because if you're listening to this and you made it all the way through star Wars probably means something to you. So tell us your story, your sweet, sweet nothings into the ear. That is the comment box, please. Cause I'm going to read it. Make me cry. Whisper to that comment box. Yes. You whisper straight to it. You do sweet, it so sweet good. Nothings. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Wannabe Network. Um, thank you, gentlemen, for showing up. Ethan, did you show up literally every week? Did I? I might have. I don't no, know. I, I missed need to one. go back. I missed one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I missed one. Yeah, the first one the first one I was on, you wasn't on. Yeah, there you have it. I might have missed so. two. Yeah. Uh Lige, where can people find you? Do you want to be uh, found? I do. You can always find me. Creep to your left on all platforms. Okay. Ethan? Please to report, there's a an episode of Geekly Retrospect in the can waiting to be released on this here feed. So, you know, keep watching and uh, keep an eye on the, the Geekly Retrospect Facebook page. Uh, episode one or issue one of the Geekly Retrospect will be dropping soon. And Mikey, do I even need to ask? Nah, I mean, if you want to find me or you can catch me outside, how about that? <laughs> oh my God. Once again, I do have Mikey's home address. Uh, I, can, <laughs> I, I can, in fact, get that to you if you need to mail him something. So <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you sometime in the future. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Bye-bye. So long. And farewell.